welcome to A Moment of Truth. I'm your host, Professor Seals. Um, it's been a moment, but I wanted to come and give you all a segment. Um, there's been a lot going on in the world. Um, I've been paying attention to um, the media, social media, the larger media, and there's a few things that I would like to address. One, African people, this message is for you, locally and globally. We are great. We are innately great. We come from greatness. Our ancestors were of greatness. We are spirit-centered, family-centered. We have a rich culture that is vast and can be seen throughout the world. We are society builders. We are movement cultivators. We are innovators. We are torch bearers. We have so many attributes that we've been able to manifest globally through inventions and companies and institutions. We are great. African people, we are great. African people, we are great. This message is so important because as I've been watching the news and I've been on town hall speaking with young people, and I'm looking at how our young people are impacted and how parents and adults are impacted by two narratives that must be debunked. One, there's this idea out there that African people are deficient. Usually people start these sentences with, I'm gonna tell you why black people are struggling, black people need to, and these statements usually come from white America, but sometimes they come from black America. Usually this is an attempt to measure African people by European standards, European ideas, European values. It's very problematic. The other is Europeans attempting to rationalize, or sometimes in some cases, African people attempting to rationalize why these atrocities, why these murders, why these lynchings have happened to black men, black women, black children. These two things must be debunked. The rationalization is a problem and this idea that we're deficient is a problem. This idea of white supremacy, when I use it, it is only a social construct to understand how this world has been structured, but not to measure myself by. My greatness, my ancestors' greatness, my community's greatness goes far beyond any idea or rhetoric or oppression that white America has put forth. It's really important that when we speak to what police officers, white supremacists have done. It is not because of our existence. It is because of their hate. It is not because of how we've quote unquote shown up. It's because of what they believe. Joe Fagan talks about this concept of the white racial frame. It includes stereotypes, uh, caricatures, negative narratives that get put into media this includes film, printed text, social media. Type in, for the point of this, niggas be like. 
on Instagram and see what comes up. These things create certain ideas that then perpetuate a certain type of aggression from Europeans. These two things are the problem, not black people. In our existence, we are great. In our existence, we are powerful. Be careful of pseudo-Africans. These folks that went to said school and have degrees in African-American studies, some of them quote-unquote knowledgeable. They read this book, read that book. But the first thing they say out of their mouths is offering a critique of black people, African people. We are great. So if you are African-centered, you speak to our greatness. You understand our greatness. And when you understand our struggles, you're using African language and terminology to have an analysis. And you're not measuring us by white standards of success. If I'm African-centered, I understand that we as African people all come from the continent. We all have a collective spiritual experience. It doesn't matter if you're in a church, a mosque, your mama house, a school. When you put African spirits, the soul, the ba, as our ancestors once called it, into a room, there's a connection. It means that you have behaviors, rituals, values, essentially a culture that is about sustaining the livelihood of all Africans globally. And as I said, you use African language, terminology. This is why it's often a problem for us in higher ed, because we'll go to higher ed, learn these European concepts, the Europeans' ideas, then bring them back to our community and start assessing ourselves by them. So, that all said, when you see hashtags like Black Lives Matter, my melanin is popping, Black Girl Magic, Black Boy Joy, Black Excellence, those affirmations resonate differently when you are African-centered, when you are African person operating with a European paradigm, those things dissipate. They fade over time. We as African people must know our value. Let's debunk these two things that we are insufficient and in rationalizing white hatred, white supremacy. Black people, you are great. African people, you are great. Know our greatness. Celebrate our greatness. When I tuck my son into bed at night, we have a mantra. And he says in that mantra, I'm African. I'm strong. I'm courageous. And that mantra is to help build his race esteem so he knows innately who he is. That's me you know, kind of toil in the soil of his spirit to awaken that ancestral knowledge. Because we know what this society does. It makes you think less of yourself. African people, you're great. Marcus Garvey said, up you mighty race, up you mighty race. Please know your greatness. Please teach our children. Let's not be bombarded and somehow tricked into believing that we are less than. And for those African brothers and sisters that are on these social media platforms critiquing us and putting us down, 
I send you love and compassion. And I also send you an awakening that we've already been great. We have a history of greatness. Check our history <laughs> and you will see how great we are. I don't need to be like a European. I don't need European validation. I know who I am. Peace.